We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Jack Ramsey's post-game show. Danny Moran, Brandon Sprague, Blazers win, Blazers win, Blazers win. Betters everywhere lose, but who gives a shit? The Blazers put on a hell of a show. 114-108, upset the Brooklyn Nets, who were favored by 8.5 tonight. Multiple people contributed. Welcome into the post-game show. Uh, like, rate, review, subscribe. Find us wherever you get podcasts. If you're new here to the show, please subscribe here on YouTube. If you're a long time, first time, anywhere in between, we appreciate you more than you know. You know what else we appreciate here, Brandon? Anthony fucking Simons. Oh, I thought we were going to start with Ben McLemore. No, 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 no. Okay. On, on, okay. The, on the back of the unbelievable, ridiculous... Hezzy between the legs, split up, under, around, get hit, spin around, close your eyes, throw it up off the glass, oh. layup alone. <laughs> One of the most obscene layup finishes I have ever seen. And I had to text to make sure you didn't have a heart attack. You and about 13 other people who have my <laughs> number all text me at the same time with some version of, yo, you good? Holy shit. And it was just my phone. Just went, <laughs> I have a brand. I have, I have, uh, I, I have this corner locked down. You know how some people get paid to wrap their car with a company <laughs> and you get that car. You just have a rabbit. Your car is going to be wrapped in Anthony Simons. You're like, how'd you get that car? I'm like it's the Anthony Simons paid car. Yeah, it is. Uh, listen, it is good to be Anthony Simons right now. I feel like this podcast is going to be Jack Ramsey's presented by Anthony Simons. I mean, <laughs> Air horn it up. Uh, I, what I need to do is I need to add in the uh, the the cash register because that sound you hear is Anthony Simons's contract locking in the floor at oh, twenty also, million dollars. Oh, I mean it. Yeah, I'd be stunned if it's below twenty. It's also the sound of my money going into his pocket because he <laughs> fucked me today, <laughs> and uh, I thought I got you know I got kind of cocky. I'm like I'm I'm gonna win this Bama bet against Georgia. Let's go real risky here. Nets are going to blow them out. Nope. Nope. They're going to straight up lose. And Nick Saban's going to get dethroned by Kirby Smart. It was a hell of a night for my bank account. <sighs> yeah. Shout out the Bulldogs for getting it done. Nick Saban lost with a smile. It's a weird night, man. That's that's what it is. It was a weird night. It's a very good way of putting it. It was just a weird night. And this is... In, 
this is not a victory lap for me because I, I've believed in Ant for a very long time, since really since day one. This is more than I ever expected from him, to be honest. The, his level of play, he is not a, this is not a, that's a good starter. Like, I'm getting calls from people around the league like, this is not like a, a good starter. This is the kind of thing that you run an offense through. Mm-hmm. When you do what he did tonight, they look to take him away. He didn't hit his three. If he hits his threes tonight, they drop 130 and they walk away with this game. Yeah. And he stepped into a, a truckload of shots that he normally hits. But you know what he kept doing, Brandon? He kept shooting. Even when he wasn't hitting his threes, he got to the rim. He got to the line. He got to the paint. He hit the hezzies. He hit the pull-ups. And he kept feeding. Sets a career high in assists tonight. Got a box score, 23-11-6. Finishes 10 of 24, 2 of 11 from 3. So that means he's 8 of 13 from 2. When was the last time you remember Anthony Simons taking 13 two-point attempts? Ooh, I'd have to go back and check that. I'm going to go off the top of my head and say he has. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think he has. Well, I I think the thing you highlighted the most the scoring to me is not a surprise. There's no. not, there's nothing he does. I mean, I'm not saying his moves that he makes aren't like, Oh, but yeah. there's nothing he does where I'm, my jaw drops. Like, I can't believe he did that to me tonight. The highlight of him was the playmaking and the distribution. They, they set the tone. I thought just collectively from the get go, the energy in the building seemed good. The group, is a bunch of just randos just dudes. playing together, <laughs> dudes playing for contracts and to stay in the league. And they played together and they just brought the energy. Ant couldn't hit his shot the way he normally can from behind the heart. But the way he distributed the basketball to get 11 assists, to set guys up, to get guys good looks when he'd penetrate and kick out. Hell, he had a couple that they didn't even shoot the basketball. And had they done it they probably could have made it and given him more assists so i well, this I was a 15 was, 16 assist night if guys are yes knocking that was down. that was my biggest takeaway was the way he was able to impact the game aside from scoring and that was giving people the rock this is about as good of a development as you can find i am when it comes to anthony simons's game I'm very confident in his ability to shoot the ball that's like right. when we're doing the report card you're writing yeah. a a a for shooting creation off the bounce as a shooter you're writing a driving ability you're like well i haven't seen a ton of it so let me see it now he's doubled his drives per game now let's see how he does he has a few issues particularly with left-handed attacking and trying to split double teams that's his thing to work on that's his not an incomplete grade it's like a c plus or a b minus you're like okay that's that's your thing to work on playmaking we've seen him pass on standstill playmaking off the dribble and it's going oh Oh, it's getting a little bit more. Now the handle's getting more advanced off the pick and roll. I mean, any other vertical threat big for what was going to be Anthony's ninth in career tying assist was a perfect, absolutely inch-perfect lob over the top to Yusuf Nurkic on the dive. If that's John Collins, if that's Clint Capella, if that's DeAndre Ayton, any of these rim-running bigs, that's that's an alley oop dunk, and you're just losing yeah. your mind. Now Nurk converts it; and it's clean and everything like that. But that's the kind of pass that you expect from somebody who's a legit threat in a pick and roll. Where all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, you're gonna pick your poison now." To close out that game, that look to Ben Mclemore was off the double. Kevin Durant's picking up 
Anthony Simons for the really the final five minutes because they wanted mm-hmm. to put some length on him because Kyrie was getting cooked all night on the switch. Yeah. So like, hey, we'll make you shoot over the top of this. And what did he do instead? I'm not going to shoot over the top of you. I'm going to bend and break your defense, which we talked about in the pregame. He mm-hmm. broke the defense. He collapsed it, drew eyes, and got wide open shooter after wide open shooter. Yep. And that's where we go tonight. Bob Covington, hell of a game. So I think tonight is going to be another night for you, and I. that's okay. We just addressed at the top of the podcast <laughs> what this is about for you, right? It's Anthony Simons mm-hmm. and the development here. I, I don't mean to take anything away from Ann at all. I thought Macklemore and Bob Covington. Massive. One like Massive. honestly, it without that, Ant is all alone here. Yes, and they they played the real supporting roles that they yes they lifted it up. They they made guys pay for yes. double teaming Anthony yep. Simons, and that yep. has always been the problem in those playoff situations. And we're not comparing those, but the whole idea of like we're gonna take Damian Lillard out of this game. Well, if you can do that, if the guys don't make you pay. And yeah, tonight, if Al Farouk Camino is going to shoot 30% from three, it's not going to matter what Mo from the corner, Evan yes. Turner from the corner, it doesn't matter. Ben yep. McLemore and Robert Covington, well, they go 10 of 15 from three. <laughs> right. And that will hurt you all yeah. night long. They hit 10 of the, of the Blazers' 15 threes, and again, they went 10 of 15. The Blazers went 15 of 38. Do the math there. <laughs> Nobody else is really hitting threes. Right. Uh, but both those guys were incredible. Uh, I thought both might have played their best defense of the year from both of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, I thought collectively, just like the entire team, I, mm-hmm. I want to be really fair about this. I thought everybody brought it. CJ had some moments where I thought he was kind of putting some good defensive pressure on. Watford had a couple possessions, one of which he he pissed off KD because he hit the ball off KD. Uh, Macklemore, Bob, Nurkic. Like, it really was a collective buy-in tonight. The vibes on both were good. Sides of the, on, the, on both sides of the court, man. It, it was a good vibes night. And yes. This, that Honestly, that has been there. Even in the, these last couple losses, they've had good vibes. The, I will say, this is not to highlight that certain people being out means that they are bad for the team in any stretch. Just but I the think, vibes aren't good. Yes, it means this, this team got off to such a shitty start that I think when a CJ goes down, when even a Dame goes down, you know, guys like Ant go, this is my chance. I mean, I, this is a golden opportunity. And I think everybody else around them is recognizing and feeling the same. Ben McLemore is playing for another contract. Mm-hmm. Yusuf Nurkic is now playing for another contract. Bob Covington is playing for another contract. Nazir Little is very close to playing. He's one year removed or away from being a restricted free agent. So, like, Watford playing for a deal. Ellaby trying to save his career in the NBA like all of these DSJ mm-hmm. they're just playing guys that I think largely are not going to win on a grand scale but they're hungry and they give a shit and when you're all out there giving a shit good things can happen for you and I think that's what you saw tonight yeah I think a big thing about tonight is yes that matters the flip side of this and I'm not going to go down or Danny I'm just going to say that I thought Kyrie and KD kind of slept walk through this, even though they both played over 40 minutes. Well, I don't blame them either. I, like, again, I was way off of what this game was. Mm-hmm. But that also just sums me up with the Blazers in general this year. Like, I couldn't have been more wrong. It's hard to get a read on this team. But I'm watching that first half, and I'm like, man, Blazers are playing really good. They're moving the ball. They're mm-hmm. playing defense. But I kept looking at the score, and I'm like, 
Brooklyn's down four, and Katie looks like he doesn't give a shit. You know, they like, would flip a switch for just a second, and they'd be like, and oh, they'd take the lead. They're... And then they, yeah. Yes, and then they would take a lead, and you go, oh, they're doing that. We're the superstars. We can win this game mm-hmm. no matter what, and it just didn't work out for them today. They couldn't get enough stops because I think the, the big part of this is the Blazers, and we have said this all season long, when they hit threes and they hit momentum threes especially, yes. they can beat anyone, and they have beat anyone in the league. The problem is when they've been piling up these losses, they have struggled mightily from the three-point line. They, they they go through these slumps where they rely on it so much. And what what becomes so, I don't want to say powerful because it's the wrong word, but I'm going to use it anyways, becomes so powerful for this team is Ant isn't settling for those threes. Yeah, he took 11 or 12 threes tonight. The flip side is he got 13 twos. Yeah. He got his feet in the paint. He drove down the lane. He attacked Kyrie in pick and roll. He attacked KD in pick and roll. He attacked Patty Mills in pick and roll. And what do we talk about all pregame? Ant's dynamic playability in the pick and roll. And that is accentuated by the games that Macklemore and Cove had tonight. And I thought Cove, really, over the last couple games, we've, we've talked about it a little bit, it's that he looks more like himself. He looks more comfortable. He looks like he gives a shit because he's just more involved. He, I was going to say, he looks like a player who's getting touches and is ecstatic about that. And he's like, great, now I'm getting shots and I'm busting my ass. It's working out well for me right now. And everything always looks a lot better when you're knocking down shots. Like, Don't get it twisted. Like That can just put a, a bow on everything. But the, the looks Portland got tonight... Mm-hmm. They were good looks, and it was not your turn, my turn. It was, let's see what the defense is giving us. Right, And everybody right. kind of accepted, hey, when the defense is giving us this, we need to go with this. And even though Ant did force some shots tonight, he did. But here's what happens in the NBA. When you've got a, an apex score, which Ant is profiling as, you're allowed to have three or four of those a night, especially when you're getting everybody else involved, especially when you're spraying the ball all over the floor like Ant was. As, as much as we talk about like watching James Harden and how just physically painful it is, James Harden is second in the NBA in assists. You know why his teammates really don't get that frustrated? Because they see the rock a ton, even though he dominates the ball. Mm-hmm. Same thing with a guy like Luka. They still spray the ball around, and they make it easier for everybody else. And that was the big thing that I thought about Anthony Simons tonight. In the biggest opportunities, he trusted other guys to make the right plays. He sprayed it around to them. Kick, you had three or four possessions out of about the final 12 where the ball kicked around and kicked around and kicked around. And you saw one guy pass up an okay shot for a good shot. The good shot passed up for a great shot. And then Macklemore lets it fly. Same thing again. Covington lets it fly. Watford gets a tip out. Nurk gets a tip out. And you know what we didn't see a ton of tonight on those offensive tip outs? Forcing it back up. The ball went back out and they attack yeah. a, scrab- a scramble defense, which that well, goes back to the whole idea of like, playing for each other i was gonna say what does that tell you though that's trust that is i could get this shot back or man i if i get it to my guys up top we're gonna start getting back into our stuff and we'll swing it around and we're gonna better look like i i think that's what you're seeing again this is not an indicator of bad character or anything from anybody sitting out i think it's just an indicator of a group of guys enjoying playing together whether they win or lose and they're largely losing but like they're giving a damn, and they're close in almost all of these games. And honestly, I, I had more than a few people like text me or DM me or tweet at me. Ant's the worst take command I've ever seen. I don't think this is going to be 
They have to rest him. He's going to ruin their <laughs> He did play 38 minutes tonight. He did take 24 shots. I'm, uh, I'm kidding, by the way. Don't rest him. Uh, here's the thing. As long as Ant is playing 34 a night and getting up 18 and a half shots. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. They need to pull the reins back a little bit because, and don't get it twisted, guys. This is they are going to struggle on this road trip. That's that's going to happen. Give me the record. What's your record? I, Six I, games. Honestly, I think two and four is probably about where they end okay. up. One and five wouldn't surprise me. One and five would be in the sweet spot, but two and four would. Two also and four still sounds be. about right. Like Boston's yeah. in a really crappy spot right now. Like they are mentally, they are beat up. They just uh, and Orlando's just not good. Oh, Orlando's. Sucks. They're worse than Portland. Here's the dumb thing. The Blazers typically do that Miami-Orlando two-step when they go on this road trip. And you know what ends up happening? They drop both those games. Yeah. They regularly drop this because... They enjoy Florida. Well, I was just saying. uh, (laughs) What what time of year is it, Brandon? Is is it winter? It is winter. How warm is it in Florida right now? Uh, Well, if it's not under the ocean, it's currently 78 degrees. (laughs) Can you go like shirtless underneath in the club in Florida? Uh, I think a lot of people go just shirtless in general and underwearless and shirtless. Like I think that's what Florida really is right now. In the past, there may or may not have been some Blazer birthdays on some Miami road trips. Hey, I heard Omicron <laughs> throws a killer party down there in the state of Florida. Hey, it's Florida, man. man. It's all all bets are off. Don't yeah. like, don't get yeah, it wrong. For sure, but for sure. Um, 
one thing is that all of the trailblazers i think now as far as the rotation guys are all over 21 so that's that's always something to keep an eye on is there i was gonna say is there anybody below because it would actually be pretty cruel watford is watford and not greg. 21 watford and greg are both under everybody else is and greg's the one that wants to go out the most <laughs> Um, but here's the thing when the Blazers beat the Hawks the other night, yeah. you and I talked about it, like, these are the ones that are fun because yes. you've been able to turn your brain off from being competitive every single night and, and, and like living and dying with every win and just enjoying what you're watching. Yes. You know? And that's, that's such a huge, huge thing right now. And that's something I, I really kind of want to rally behind. I want to, I want to enjoy these moments because they're going to shift things, and you're going to start to see some more Greg Brown minutes, some more Trenton Watford minutes. You might see Cove dealt. You might see Nurk dealt. And that's just going to take that and tilt that scale. And these moments may become fewer and far between. Mm-hmm. But the thing about this is you can still enjoy these little things, these little moments, these opportunities, these moments of joy to steal from Mike Richmond. This is what you're looking forward to for the rest of the season for Ant, for Nas, for Watford, for Greg Brown. And this is the kind of thing you can just, you can not be so, I don't know, angsty about the record. And you can just kind of let go for a couple months and just have fun. Well, you know, we've talked a lot about the tanking and the approach to it, right? And mm-hmm. some people have come at you and said, you know, I don't like the tanking stuff. I get it. I do. It is what it is, though. They're doing what they're going to do. But on nights like this, I think what you see from the crowd is it's it's Portland's always a really smart basketball city. Doesn't mean we all agree with these mm. same opinions. I just think it's a it's a city that if you like basketball, you love basketball. Yeah. And so what I think you see tonight is you see a, a, a group of people. And I know it's not a sellout, but you see a group of people go into a game looking to have a couple drinks Take it easy on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Watch Ant Ball out. Katie's in town. You get to boo or make COVID jokes to Kyrie. And you get to watch this young, feisty, kind of scrappy built Blazer team who most don't think are going to compete. Mm-hmm. And they have a night like this. It's fun. You could feel the energy of that arena, even though they had less numbers through my television. They were chanting, they were going crazy like that Ant and one through everybody, through the spin cycle. And so, yes, I think it's better for them to have good draft position. But nights like this, I end up sitting on my couch and I'm like, yeah, fuck KD. Fuck the Nets. Yeah. Like, finish this off. Beat this them. is fun. And I, I was wrong. I lost $10, but whatever. Like, beat the Nets. I love that. I'll, I'll take it every time. Uh, two, two orders of business here. Somebody just said, uh, Daniel Zirkel says, Watford is 21. I forgot he he is a little bit older because he was for him. So he he did turn to twenty one in November. I thought he was a year younger. So good luck, for, good for him. Uh, poor Greg Brown. <laughs> well, I think the good news in Miami is they don't card. You know what I mean? I think Miami literally doesn't give a crap about anything. Yeah, and if you walk in with the right guys, I I, I I've got to tell you one of the uh, Steve Blake Miami stories that I can't say on air one of these times. It was uh, pretty entertaining. Well, I mean, you talk, you listen to musical artists, and they'd be like, "Yeah, when I was seventeen, they used to let me in clubs all the time." It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, these people don't really care. No, it's my image. That it's it's a it's a pat down guy from the GIF. Like, uh, go on in, you know, <laughs> the it's old the, guy. Uh, and the other thing is, you, I, you, you said that you know the the arena, you could kind of feel it. I had probably a dozen people text me tonight in the arena, it's all saying the same thing. 
there was life in the arena. There was energy. It's good in the vibes. Yes. And I, that's the thing is, I think the I th- no tell me if I'm wrong. I think the expectations of being lowered made it easier to enjoy a, to enjoy a game, regardless of how they performed. Oh yeah, I mean I say this to Pac-12 football fan, Duck fan, Beaver fan, Husky fan. We suck, and we we're not beating what we just watched tonight in Georgia, Bama. Like that was an NFL game, and it's okay to say ten and two is a good year. Winning the conference is a good thing. Like just enjoy getting a bowl game. Shout out Beaver fans. Yes, like it's it's okay to just be like, for right now, it's okay. Yes, I, I am. I am the consummate. If you are not building towards something, you should be tearing down. And this is a moment of tearing down. And that's okay. As long as it's only a moment. I had somebody in here uh, looking for answers says, it's obvious the players love no Lillard and McCollum iso ball. I don't think that's the case. I, I genuinely don't. I think the the idea of what the team was was just worn on everybody. Danny, I think, okay, so let me just interrupt real quick on that. Um I don't think we should be sitting here pointing fingers at two star players, one superstar, one you know good <laughs> yeah. player. I, I think I think forty shots just became available. Yes, so <laughs> that, that's where I was going to go with little, this. A little more excited about that. It's the like, pecking order went whoop. Yeah, and that's what was the, one of the things that we talked about as a talking point coming into this season. Was it Chauncey telling seven different guys that they were going to get more opportunities? It was, yeah. That was part of it. What happens when those 40 shots become available because they were never on the table? Chauncey gets to go, guys, remember what I said in August? <laughs> I wasn't lying. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, look at tonight's game. I know. Look at Cove 6 of 9, Nas 3 of 9, Shot Eric 4 of 13, Macklemore yep. 6 of yep. 11, Simons 10 of 24, yep. Ellaby came in and got 8 shots. Danny, I, I had to do a double take on my TV. So behind the scenes, I'm doing a lot of stuff at my house. So I got the game on in my mm-hmm. living room. I'm getting stuff done. And I have a moment where I'm like, you know, when, when we're like supposed to be cleaning or something and we're watching sports, we're just like in our living room standing in front of our TV. And I look at the screen and I go, CJ Ellaby, DSJ, Ant, Nurk, and I, I, I blank it on the last one. But like, oh, Nas. I'm like, this group is really on the court right now. And, and performing really, well. And they're taking it to the Brooklyn Nets who have Kevin Ray and Kyrie Irving. This is unreal. It was it was really weird. Clay Wilson says when Brown gets five plus minutes, that means we're tanking. Right now we're gonna play in spot tenth seed. Don't don't get it twisted. This is gonna be an organizational thing. They are they one game is not changing the or, You don't want the play in, folks. We want the draft pick. You and the organization does not want the play in. And they're like, currently in the play in. Again, Take a look at the standings. I know they're How, only they're only a game and a half away from being right back near the bottom of the West. So they're about to go on a six-game road trip from Denver to South Florida to New England to Toronto. They are going or, to be tired. It's six. Or, game, it's Orlando six, is pitiful. Bro. Oh, they are. Um, let me let me pull this up real quick. So I, I want to. Orlando see. has seven wins, ladies and gentlemen. Seven wins. Yeah, they're they're going to make some moves here too. So they leave. The good news is they do get Tuesday, Wednesday off before they go. So they do get to take a breath before they go. God damn it. But then they start play on the 13th. So it's six games in 10 days. Mm-hmm. That's, that's more than every other day. Yeah. 
Not great, Bob. So 13th, 15th, 17th, 19th, 21st, and 23rd. And right now they would currently be ninth best odds in the lottery. They'd be about ninth. If everything broke even, mm-hmm. it'd be they'd be the ninth pick. And then they come home and they have a day off and they play Minnesota. And then on a back-to-back, they play the Mavericks. Then they have a day off and they go on another four-game road trip. Well, so, take into account, too, who is on this team, Danny, at these points and who is not, right? If yes. Bob Covington's gone, boom, that's a big loss. If Nurk is gone against the Wolves, boom, that's a big loss. Like, you have to take that into account that in the next two weeks – you could have some movement here, and this roster is a little different. Luke Johnson says, "What happens when Ant keeps going off? Though they dial him back." Uh, okay, I think that, that, I, that, I, I, that was maybe a bridge too far, even yeah, for me. Yeah, I was like, yeah, "Ah, I can't do yeah, it." Yeah. What what will happen is if it's if that play with him. <laughs> that's exactly you'll you'll get more Trenton Watford, you'll get more yeah. CJ Ellaby, yeah. like it's because they know those things will like say what you want. And I don't want to be mean, but like those things will even out, right? Yes. Like CJ Ellaby won't be in everybody's kitchen every night, giving you nine to twelve fuck, uh, points. Like that's this. Just... I, like I, I know we talk about CJ Ellaby in the 76ers game where he scored fifteen. Honestly, tonight might have been his most overall productive game. Oh, I thought tonight was I, his best game. I, I, I was, I actually caught myself going, Nah, he, maybe, maybe a back end of a rotation guy, like. His last two, it is, it is a, it is, it is a unique a jump shot, man. It is a heave. It's, it, it's something. It's, what do you mean it's something? It's a goddamn heave. <laughs> like he is at the line. He's twenty three feet away, and he's like, it's a heave. And man. somehow it, he keeps knocking one down here or there. Yeah. Um, if you want your your answer as far as the tanking goes, you look at the bench tonight. Watford minus five, Snell minus seven, and six minutes. Impressive. Uh, Snell's only stat, he did it again. One personal foul. No other stats. Oh, minutes. did he really? Yeah. Um, uh, LLB was a minus 11. Smith Jr. was a minus eight. So basically the bench unit struggled tonight. So if, if the offense wasn't so prolific from Bob Covington and Ben McLemore, which... Let's be honest, if they were capable of being that guy every single night, they wouldn't yeah. be where they are right now. They're good players, but you're not you're not getting that night in, night out. And by the way, I just proper perspective here. We had a lot of fun with this game tonight. Yes. Um I'm I'm really I genuinely mean this. I'm happy for Blazer fan. Like watching a young player like Ant go off mixed with a Macklemore Covington combination is great. Portland is uh, Portland is two games away from having the fifth worst record in the league. So as, as much as it feels like, Hey, they're 10. I'm not, I'm not putting a lot of stock into the futures here. I'm still selling the futures because they're still so close to, to being so close. You know what I mean? Like you, you start getting near that five, four, three territory. Mm-hmm. You really got to lean into it at that point because you, you get three yeah. and you have the just as good odds as the Orlando magic to go draft Jabari Smith or, Paul, uh, Paolo uh, Banchero, like you, you have that right within your your future. So, like this is fun. I just I want to highlight. I'm looking at the stats. They are two games away from being right back uh, to having a which is essentially winning tonight and beating Atlanta. Yes, it is. It, yeah, it's exactly that. It's exactly that. So enjoy these because they may not. They may not be a ton of these down the road. And I don't say that to like, oh, this team sucks. And it's just the nature of the beast. Dame's gonna get shut down. He's he's like very, 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 very likely getting surgery. 
I think you should do a poll question with the Jack Ramsey's Twitter page. Okay. A- Anthony Simons, to you, untouchable or, or tradable? Or tradable. Yeah. However you want to word that, I think you should make sure you say you. I think I think you should do it from your account. I don't have access to poll questions. <laughs> what? What do you mean? No, just about trading in. Oh no. I- <laughs> I can't, I can't even do it for my, my, my radio show phase. Like, anything my name's attached to that uh-huh. specific topic's not going to end well for me. No, it's not. So now I know you're not going to do it, you a-hole. Oh, no, I'll do it. I will absolutely I'm, do it I'm, just to get I'm, the – it's a pulse thing, man, yeah, for sure. I'm generally curious where people are at on him because I think if he keeps playing at or near this level, like people are going to start second-guessing maybe the way they feel. Yeah, and just in the chat right now, a lot of untouchables popping up. Because I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I look at this both ways. I look at it from the Portland angle, but I also look at it from Ant. And God help me for saying what I'm about to say. But if you're an Anthony Simons and you know your bare minimum getting $20 million Do a you year, want to stay here? Do you want to stay here and come off yeah. the bench? Or do you want to go to a place where you're going to start and maybe get even more shine than what you would do here. I just, I, I think it's totally reasonable to start wondering these things. I know where I come in on it, but I think a lot of people are starting as we see him play like this. Danny uh, changed their feelings on the situation. And, and this is the thing about what this next basically 40 games means for Anthony Simons is decision makers are around the league are going to see him all of a sudden be put on this, this table and go, this is what this guy can do. We're gonna make. We're gonna show you what he can do as a number one. Not necessarily because we want to profile him as an asset, because we just want to rest Damian Lillard. And at the same time, we want to see what we have in this kid. And if everybody's looking around and they're going, and he has kind of like that Devin Booker moment of, oh shit, he's that dude. Then all of a sudden, those phone calls come around, like they did eight years ago when CJ McCollum broke out against Memphis. And remember CJ, oh, he's untouched. It's like a time is a flat circle. Yeah, yeah. But they're in different spots. Ant is just now 22 years old. CJ, of course, was 24, 25 at that point in time. So I'm just going to say, and there's a lot of things at play here. Joe Cronin has got a lot of big decisions to make. Mm -hmm. As this is going, um, there's a team they're going to play on this road trip out east that has probably started to keep their eye on what's going on out here. There's a couple of those teams that are on this Eastern Conference road trip that are absolutely keeping their eye on every side. But, like, there's one specifically that I'm like, yeah, if they're making, yeah, you know who it is, and I think other people can pick up who I'm putting down here, but I'm just not going to say it for my own safety. Smart man. Smart man. Smart (laughs) man. Listen, uh, everybody, thank you. We appreciate you. It's always nice to have a, a game like this where you've got a bunch of guys performing. It's an enjoyable night because more and more people come in. Help us grow the community. Like, rate, review, subscribe. Grow the channel. Grow the show. If you're new here, welcome. We appreciate you. We love you. Uh, click subscribe. I, you know, I, this is me actually asking you to do it because that's how we that's how we grow things here. Um, come be a part of the community. Become a member. Come hang out in the watch party when I don't forget like I did tonight to schedule the actual 
live stream in the feed. I blame the Nets game getting rescheduled on that. That's my bad. I'm sorry. It was a stupid reschedule. It, it was like, a stupid reschedule, go. and I was like, I totally forgot. I hit the guys have a playback, and I was like, my bad. I'm an idiot. Um, but we will have them all for the road trip. We have Casey Holdall booked for the road trip. We have uh, yes. Jamie Hudson booked for the road trip. I'm trying to get uh, Terrible and Biggs, Team Bomb. Everybody we were supposed to have scheduled in December when I died is now going to come on the road trip. Uh, I am also going to try and tuck uh, Travis Demers into coming back or coming on uh, on one of the off oh. days. He's in health and safety protocols right now, so he's working from home. He's got to clear before he goes on that road trip. So it might be a little bit easier to get a hold of him if he is stuck at home. Uh, but uh, we're going to have a bunch of guests here for the road trip just to kind of change things up a little bit, have some fun, bring some folks in for the watch parties. I'm going to try and get some uh, uh, visiting uh, media member and, and on some of these watch parties uh, if they're not in arenas. Um, yeah. And uh, just kind of have fun with it. So thank you guys, every single one of you. We appreciate you. We love you. Uh, get your questions into the mailbag. I'll post a tweet either tonight or tomorrow to kind of start gathering stuff uh, just because of the way the schedule goes. We may end up doing like a back-to-back thing on like Wednesday, Thursday, something along those lines, uh, or we'll just kind of bump it around and kind of figure it out from there. Uh, but get your questions in at Jacked Ramsey's, jackedramsey's at gmail.com, at Danny Maring on Twitter, at Brandon Sprague on Twitter. And uh, listen, man. Enjoy this. These are these are the fun ones. <laughs> For all of those out there who always call me, you know, uh, downer Danny when the season wasn't going well to to start. <laughs> I told you, give me something fun to talk about. I yeah. will have fun. Uh, yep. Nights like these are fun, uh, and so and take them, enjoy them, enjoy the young guys. Shift your mind. Enjoy. we got a couple more weeks of the trade deadline. Uh, if we have any player movement pop up, we will do like an emergency show or emergency pod or something along those lines. Uh, but enjoy the next couple days off before a six-game road trip. We'll probably pop the live show up on Wednesday, and uh, we'll go from there. You guys have a wonderful week. Thank you all so very much. For Brandon. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, a company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So... At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable. It's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.